Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Erin Earth Podcast. Today, I have a very, very, very special guest who I'm so excited to share with you. We have Chelsea Joe on the show today. This woman... <laughs> You are going to, you're in for an experience, honestly, because this woman is just filled with like overflowing juiciness for life, for business, for money, for sex, for pleasure. And I look at this woman as, (laughs) as someone like, like you just watch her stories and she's like, Oh my God. She has this fucking amazing life. Like she lives in Hawaii. She's so beautiful. She'll like get on her lives and just like channel these amazing, amazing, incredible conversations about all the deepest shit. And I met Chelsea. I don't even know how, I don't even remember how I found you just through the grapevine somewhere, just somewhere along the way. And then I was meant to come to one of your retreats that you were leading and I was so excited and we were going to have this thing. But then if you all are longtime listeners, you might remember the story with my house, that thing happened. So we haven't met in person yet, but we are going to one day and I love this woman and I'm so glad she's here and I'm so thankful and excited for the messages she's going to bring. So hi, Chelsea. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Oh, hi, my love. Yes. I love you so much. I knew the minute that I I remember like the first message that you ever sent me. And I think it was about the retreat. And then I went to your page and I was like, who is this woman? I need her in my life. I want her to come play with me. It's just, I love those connections online where it's just like instant business besties, we just know that we're we're going to play together, create together, support each other. It felt like that with you from the very beginning. So thank you. So I love you. So I would love for you to share a bit about you've built like when I think of someone with like a dream lifestyle, you know what I mean? Like like real dream. And I know everybody's dream lifestyle is different, but we're very in sync. And I know a lot of people who listen here are also going to be very in sync with this, but you like frolic around waterfalls and (laughs) are having like sexy parties and are like working a few hours a day while making like shit tons of money. You're in Hawaii. So you're like constantly like dance around in your bathing suit. And it's like, you have this beautiful life. Like you have, you did good. Like you did good. So I would love to hear your process of creating this because I know that you also like, you're a strong ass woman. And I think people like, I don't know. I saw you and I was like, she's amazing. And then as I got deeper into your story with like your body and relationship things and like all this stuff, I'm like, okay. And she's like, put in the work like she has some wisdom here from life experience and all the things and I would just love to know the story of how you got to where you are today yeah yeah I love you know it's it's actually really humbling and I sometimes I think I'm sure you can relate to this sometimes I just look around and I'm like holy shit like I can't believe that I've created this. Like it makes me emotional actually (laughs) just because of where I've been and like who I've been and and how much this life at one point felt completely impossible. Actually, I didn't even know that life could be as good as it is now. Right. So yeah, when I was younger, I mean, I had very interesting, I want to, I want to say typical, but I don't know if it's typical. I had issues, trauma growing up, all the things, 
I developed an eating disorder when I was really young. So I had an eating disorder for 10 years. I got into like partying and drugs and alcohol. I had an alcohol addiction for many years, uh, toxic relationships. I remember like always feeling like there was something more that wanted to come through me. And I feel like the more that we repress our true gifts and purpose, like we find ourselves in these situations where we're, we're seeking, like we're trying to fill some kind of void within us. And I was doing that, you know, through, through, through relationships with love, with, with sex, with drugs. Like it was just like trying to fill something within me because I wasn't actually producing. I wasn't actually like giving my gifts in any way that I at the time knew was possible. And so, yeah, I went through a long period of just what I like to call rock bottom. I actually remember having a moment of like living in this really shitty apartment in downtown Salt Lake City. I had just gotten a DUI. I had just gone through like a really toxic breakup. Um, found out that my ex-boyfriend was dating like a play playboy playmate model. And like, we were like, it was like one of those just like really awful, awful relationships where we were cheating on each other constantly. It was really horrible. Um, and I also had like bed bugs. Like I just remember being on the floor, like what the fuck is my life? Like, what have I done? Like, like coming out of like a weekend bender, just looking around, like, is this me? (laughs) Like, this is what I've chosen for myself, you know, like, I'm, I'm like not doing anything with my life. My life is falling apart. I can't even drive myself anywhere because I got my license taken away because I got a DUI and can't even like, it was just, it was one of those moments of like, you've really brought yourself here. And is this how you want to continue? I actually remember having a moment in the way that I used to drink, like being like, you're going to kill yourself. Like, I remember having thoughts like that, like, the way that I used to party was so crazy. And yeah, I would literally just like black out from Friday to like Sunday night. And so it was just one of those moments of you can, you, you know, better. Like it was like my soul, my higher self was coming through like, bitch, you need to get your shit together right now. Like you're here for more than this. You're here for more than bed bugs. Okay. (laughs) Like this is not, not what you're supposed to be doing and so yeah I would say that was a turning point for me where I I got into yoga I got sober I like stopped partying I started doing you know self-development work I just really started getting into you know the spiritual conscious world which I always was a spiritual person but I always found myself just more in the party realm. And yeah, I did like a yoga teacher training. And I know you can resonate with that because you started your journey with yoga as well, which it was just life-changing for me. And yeah, I got into plant medicine, you know, did the whole thing, went on that whole path, almost went too far into that path where it was like the complete, like, I was like, okay, darkness, shadow, party girl. And then I was like ascending into the, like, The light woman who's always sitting in ceremony and so pure and like, you know, I went, I basically like went from one spectrum to the other and that also did not quite last. Um, so I had to, yeah, yeah. It's like the pendulum that swings and like, yeah, that middle so ground. Far. Yeah, it was really, it was like it went really far the other direction as well. And I found myself like spiritually bypassing and, you know, I was like, I'm doing all this work, but I wasn't really healing. And so it was actually after I kind of found myself coming down from that upswing into the ascension process that I thought I was doing that I found myself in kind of a a depression again. And I wasn't drinking, I wasn't partying, but I wasn't doing anything. And I was like, okay, I need to be doing more with my life. Like something wants to come through me. I don't know what it is. And I really do feel like I believe in mental illness. And I also do feel like depression is like repression of our, our true nature. It's like, we're not fully expressing something within us. And so we feel like, Ugh. and 
Yeah, that was when I, you know, I connected with my first coach and I, everything just changed after that. I created my first online program um, and this was almost three years ago. And I just shared recently how, you know, my, my journey was all around like really helping people love their bodies because for me, that was like the biggest thing was I, I hated my body. I struggled so long to just really love myself. And so my first course was all about self-love and uh, body image and healing in that way. And I just shared that I used the money from my first course to get my breast implants out like three years ago. And so after that, it's just been this journey of becoming more and more as a coach, you know, as we do when we start coaching, it's like, okay, I start here. And then I move into, I, I feel like we just become more of ourselves which is such a beautiful gift of what I love inside of our industry is like, it's just this constant evolution of like peeling back the layers of who we really get to be. Like it's so beautiful. So that was a very long story. <laughs> beautiful. It's so good. <laughs> so one thing I love about you and this is kind of a selfish question a little bit, but I know it'll resonate with like, everyone else. I love how playful you are. I love how you are just like, like, this is my perception of you is like, you're on a boat and you're like dancing and you're hanging out with your friends and you're like eating donuts and you're like, like those like delicious, I don't know. What are they made out of? What are these donuts? They're made out of taro. So they're like vegan. They're fried in coconut oil. They're like healthy, all local ingredients. Yeah, that, those donuts, those donuts and like jumping off the cliffs naked into like the Hawaiian waters and shit. And like, I, I consider myself pretty fun, but like, I want more fun. I want more juice. I want more fun. And I'm like, I would love to know your relationship with fun. And I would love to know how, how does that like impact your business? How do you, how do you see the combination of like you having this juicy, playful, fun, adventurous life and like having so much success in your business? Yeah. Yeah. I love this question. I actually just talked about this recently because I was reflecting on my first year of business where I literally just constantly worked the whole time and I wasn't playing I wasn't going on adventures I wasn't having fun at all and um fast forward a little bit to now I realized that actually the more fun that I have and I know we talk about this all the time right the more fun I have the more money I make and it's not why like I'm not making myself have fun because I want to make more money I just know that when I'm in flow when I'm in pleasure when I'm in my deepest bliss which could be jumping off of a cliff or dancing or being naked or you know whatever is my purest desire that day I really do live my life through desire like what's driving me forward and that changes every day and for me it's like me being in my greatest joy and living a life that I desire then creates success in my business they go together right it's not like oh I have to have my business and then I have pleasure and then I can meet my desires it's like the more that I meet my desires the more that I show up in the fullest expression of myself and that's why I make more money like because I'm overflowing with passion, with purpose, with everything that is me. And so I love to bring myself, every day gets to be this like, oh, what could happen today? I love asking myself that in the morning. I'm just like, I'm so open to seeing what's possible today. I'm open to playing with miracles, with magic, like spirit, show me. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, we, we are like, for me, we are the vessels and spirit is literally experiencing, like God is experiencing itself through us. And so it's like, why not live the most extraordinary, magical, playful life? We're not here to just be robots and do the same thing every day. Amazing. Beautiful. So how do you find, how do you tap into that? Like, here is what I'm choosing when there's like so much 
to choose from. Right. And like, I think you get to this point too, where there is so many possibilities and you really start to like have confidence and trust in life. And then it's like, how do you like, actually like, what is your process like of being like, cool, here's what I'm doing today, especially while like running a business and doing all the things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I love this. (laughs) This is such a perfect question for even just today because I used to have a really structured morning and it was like, wake up, meditate, journal, like so structured. And I would literally be like, oh my God, if my morning routine does not happen, my whole life, my day is off, my life is off, I can't do anything. (laughs) And I just realized that I wasn't leaving any space for the play, the magic, like anything, like what actually wants to come through. And so this morning is a perfect example of that. You know, I, I was able to, um, I'm just going to be really honest. <laughs> That's okay. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. I was able to like wake up this morning and like make beautiful love and then have like a really powerful mastermind session. And like, I didn't know that that was going to happen and I couldn't have planned that. Like, it wasn't like, I was like, okay, tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up at this time and this is going to happen. And I feel like having that kind of structure in the past almost could never leave space for what actually wanted to come through. And so I just listen. I listen to my body. I listen to my heart. I listen to my pussy. Like, I'm like, what is like, what does she want today? What does she want in this moment? And it's not always like that, right? It's not like I'm always doing that every morning. That's actually not true. Like some mornings I do wake up and I do meditate and I do pray and I do, that feels most resonant. But today it was like, this is what's happening. And that's what I'm open to because I have the space for it. Right. I would love to know if this resonates with you and if you had this kind of experience, but I feel like when I started having more space for like some of the magic and some of the like fun, one example, right. This came up from what you just shared is that my partner really, he's like, he wakes up and he's like, he like rolls over and he's like, girl, we're getting it on right now. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And I remember when that first started happening, I was like, I was like, no, I gotta like, I gotta do my morning routine. I gotta meditate. Like I can't have sex with you right now. And it can feel like that too. If we're so used to being in that like overdrive of like, I have to do the things I have to do it this way. I should do this. When it starts being more fun, it feels like fucking weird and wonky and kind of unsafe. So like, was that your experience? And how do you like, what is it like for you to open up more and more and more to that mystery and that just like allowing and just being like present and so grateful for it all. So I resonate so deeply with that. I just want to say that actually in my last partnership, I, that was my experience was like, I would wake up and he would want to, you know, we, he would be like, Hey, let's go. I'm like, no, I have to meditate. I need to go. I need like three hours to myself right now. Don't touch me. And Oh my gosh. I just feel like because I was in such as like, I'm, I just, I feel it in my body. Like that feels really rigid, right? It feels like when I feel into that, it feels contracted. Like, no, I'm not open to life. I'm not to pleasure. I'm not open to this. And there could be, you know, I don't want to get into all the reasons why that could be happening. Always listen to your body if there's other things of why, but what's happened for me since then and in the last you know I think I was celibate actually for like seven months and what I learned through that process was really listening to my body and letting life turn me on in a way that I've never been turned on before so for me like opening in opening my heart in moments when my heart wants to close in conversations um, you know, in business, there's so many times where we can want to contract and try to control what's happening because we're not in full trust of what actually wants to happen. And so the invitation, if you're just learning how to open or how to trust or how to surrender a little bit deeper is to just be a little bit more present in any moments of like, Oh, 
no, I, I don't, I'm going to close right now, or I'm going to contract right now, or I'm going to say no right now, like tune in with yourself, see if you can take a breath, bring your, your breath into your heart, into your womb, into your body, and see if you can stay open, you know, when you're having, you're in the middle of a trigger, or like something's coming up for you, um, because when we can breathe into those spaces, we literally create more space in our body and our energy field and our life to receive more. And so it's like, oh, okay, I can, I can open. And, and it gets to the point where everything just starts to feel really open, which then invites more of that flow, surrender, magic state in. Mm, I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah, totally. So we have both been kind of like, this is like a perfect, <laughs> it's a perfect segue. Well, it's kind of the same topic, but one thing that we've really resonated on both of us has really been like kind of making this transition from, okay, here is that structure in my business and here is what I'm planning and here's what I'm reaching for. And here's like the way I think it should go versus opening up having that same mystery and that same magic and that same kind of detachment and flow and release and how does that like how does that feel for you what has that been like what has that brought forward like what what's happening there what's that what is that what is that what's happening yeah well first of all I think so much pressure on myself to to hit certain goals, to make a certain amount, to like, oh my gosh, I can't even tell you. And I'm sure you understand at some point, like, you know, it could, we could, it could be a never ending journey to like, okay, what's the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And goals are really powerful as long as they're inspiring. Right. But when they get to the point where if you don't hit that goal and you're like, well, you fucking suck. You, you didn't, for me, it was like, oh, you didn't make as much money. You didn't make as much money as you wanted to, or you didn't make as much money as you made last month, or you didn't make as much money as her. When it gets to that, that's when I'm like, I'm done. I'm done playing with the number games. I'm done comparing myself. I'm because this isn't supporting my my growth or my evolution. And so when I stopped putting myself in this box of like oh, you need to be making this amount of money every single month, which I, I watched this happen because, you know, this this was kind of like a thing about a year ago where I was like, hit 50K months. You need to hit 50K months, 50K months, 50K months, 50K months. And I put so much pressure on myself. And as soon as I just like dropped it, I was like, I don't even care. I'm just going to focus on having fun, being in service, doing what I want to do, listening. I'm not... because. I used to pay attention to like, you know, how much money I was making constantly. And I just don't do that anymore. And now it's like 50K months mm-hmm. minimum, no matter what I'm doing. Like, right. it's like, that's just happening naturally because I've surrendered to it. And I was talking about this the other day inside of a post that I wrote, which was like, why I stopped looking for the one. Because when we put so much pressure on the thing, the person, the goal, the launch, whatever it is, like we're literally repelling that away from us when we need it to be everything. And that's what we do sometimes when we put so much pressure inside of a number, instead of being like, like an example is, you know, say you want to, you could, you're saying like, oh, I want to have a hundred thousand dollar month when you're meant to have a $500,000 month, but you're limiting yourself in that perspective. And I realized that, and that's the same thing for anything that we do, maybe you want to create a course or you want to launch something, but you're like, it's got to look like this instead of letting it like create itself organically into what it wants to be. And it's the same thing with relationships. Like it, it, we can, you know, I like to just view everything as this like energy that's flowing in all places. Like there's not an end to what we can create. There's not an end to how much money we can make we're ultimately limiting ourselves when we put ourselves inside of a, a pressurized box of like, it's got to look like this. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And that definitely applies everywhere for sure. My, like my partner proposed to me (laughs) after I got clear that like, I was like, I want to get engaged and like, I want to get married, but I released the idea of it coming, needing to be him. 
like him needing to be the one and he proposed like a month later it was kind of weird that is such a perfect example of that that is such a perfect example of that is like whole it's a surrendered desire so you're like yeah yeah I desire to get married I desire to have this experience and I don't need like so especially this is such a common thing for all listeners of course like women put so much pressure on men to marry them like so much pressure on men to marry them. I actually had a really similar experience in my last partnership where um, I remember like leaving my friend's wedding and everyone was like, when are you guys getting married? When are you guys getting married? And I like cried to him and I was like, what? <laughs> like, I was like, I don't even want to get married, but I feel this pressure to get married. Like, why haven't you proposed to me yet? And there was like pressure around it. And same thing, as soon as I just did not fucking care about it at all. All of a sudden it was like, surprise, propose. I was like, oh, because we're not constantly focusing on it, but it's still a desire, right? It's like, and I love that you've said that. It's like, of course we desire that. And it's when we can play with the desire without needing it to look the way that we think it needs to look. Because I bet that the way that he proposed, I bet that it like turned out even more magical than you could have ever imagined. Yeah, it was wild. It was also wild. Yeah, totally. So, okay. So going back to this whole, I love this concept of like having the desire, you're holding the desire, it's there, but we're not like attached to how it looks or how it has to happen or even like when. So that requires so much fucking trust though. Like how do you keep, how do you like stay like open What's the process like for you of being open to like receive all of this and being trusting and being like, cool. And it all happening still, even though you're back here being like, I'm detached, I'm surrendered, I'm open. What, like, what, what, what is that? I love it. This is this, I love these questions right now. So there's a couple things that I work with when I'm manifesting something or I have a desire in my field. One of them is I look for the expanders. So if you're familiar with To Be Magnetics work, she talks about expanders in your field, which is like, you know, say you're looking for a house and you know exactly what you want. Um, this, This is actually my example. So I was for a while manifesting my dream property, my dream house. And it took me a little bit longer than I'd like anything to take in my world of quantum play. <laughs> I'm like, now... now. Uh, it took me a little bit longer than some things. And I, I understand that. Right. And so it's usually those particular experiences that there's expanders that come into the field. So, you know, I went and looked at a couple properties and I was like, Ooh, this feels really good. This isn't the one. And what happens in those situations is sometimes people are like, well, it's not here. That wasn't it. And the, the thing to shift is to be like, oh, it's getting closer. And the same thing happened for me, you know, when I was like connecting with different men in my life for a while, I was like, oh, he's like really great, but it's not, I'm not feeling like the full yes in this. And so I was like, I started to just be like, oh, you're an expander for me. Like you're coming into my field to show me what's possible. Like there's different qualities that are coming in. And it's the same thing as like, say someone comes into your inbox wanting to work with you instead of, and then maybe they don't actually end up working with you. But that's, again, it's like the universe is giving you little crumbs of like, look, it's getting closer and closer and closer. Mm -hmm. And so the more that we can be like, oh, thank you. I can feel it. It's literally so close to my field because these expanders are all over the place and we can recognize the expanders and we can see that it's getting closer and closer and closer. The other thing that I do is if I have like a moment where I'm like, is this really working? Like, is this going to happen? (laughs) This happened to me. Like maybe, (laughs) you know, that moment. Is this happening? What I do. Yeah. I take a good look around my life and I'm like, take, take, just like do write a list. What's the proof? that it's all working. Like everything that I've ever, ever, ever wanted is here. And sometimes we need to bring ourselves back into that reality check of like, 
yeah, maybe that thing isn't here right in this moment, but it's absolutely on the way. And you need to remind yourself by taking some inventory of like everything that exists in your reality in the in this that you were praying for manifesting, having the same conversation with yourself about a month ago, a year ago, however long ago, just remember, because it's like, it's just looking for the proof that it's literally, it's like, oh, it's really close. I love that. I love that. That's such a beautiful reminder. So (laughs) here's another question for you. When you, when you wake up in the morning, when you come into aliveness, I don't know what this, I know where the question is going, but it's like, it's just coming through in a weird way. But when you, when you're like waking up and it's like your day starting out and you're like, what, what is, what is like your deepest intention? Like, what is the root that is holding you? Like, why, why, like what's driving you? Mm. What's, what is all this for? I love that question. That's a good one. Thank you. I feel like for me, it's too, from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed, that gets to be this experience of like, what's possible for me today? Like, how can I be in the deepest experience of my life in my body possible. So sometimes that looks like me laying in bed longer and like not necessarily going and doing anything. And sometimes that does look like me going and having an adventure. But for me, it really is about like what's possible from this day and like seeing, and it was kind of what I was speaking to earlier about like, Hey spirit, like show me, show me, show me. And I've loved, I've been loving playing with that lately. And I don't know if you ever feel like this, Melissa, but sometimes I'm just like, damn, does it get any better than this? And it does. Right. So for me, it's like, cool. Like what, like I'm, I'm excited to see like where it can continue to expand because that's just a natural part of being a human is the evolution of like, and so for me, when I wake up, I'm like, all right, yesterday was good. Or, you know, even sometimes if I'd cry, like if I cried myself to sleep the night before, like I'm not always in this like, la, 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 like l- yummy pleasure. Donuts. Yeah, donuts. Like, believe me, I cry a lot too. And so like, maybe I've cried myself to sleep a lot the night before and I like wake up and I'm all puffy and I'm like, okay, there was a lot of space that just cleared in my energy field. So now it's like, what do I want to fill that space with? Like, what do I want to intentionally bring into my, into my, my life today that's different from yesterday? Totally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I have that experience too, for sure. Of like, I think I, I, we both like come so far at this point that it's just like, I think that's where a lot of that trust can come in. I tell this to like people just starting out all the time is like, you don't have the evidence yet. So that's where the expanders come in. You have to kind of rely on other people's evidence, but then eventually you build up so much evidence of life just being good. That's like, okay, cool. We're just riding this wave and it's all working out. But there is that flip side too, where like you just mentioned, and I have plenty of these moments myself and even like months of this, I just had a winner of this where it's like stuff still comes up and there's still healing and there's still tears and there's still the fears and there's still the stuff. So where, where is, how is that a part of your journey? How is that a part of your success? How do you care for yourself when those moments come up? Mm, I love this. And I, I love that you're, you talk about this because it's such a, it's such an important part of not only being a leader, but a human, right? Like, I think that there's this, this idea of perfection and prosperity that shows the, the pleasure and the champagne and like all the yummy things or whatever, when you see someone that's celebrating how much money they're making and like that all exists. It's great. There's a celebration piece in, in like living a life of your dreams, 
And there's also understanding that like, there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that goes into that, that a lot of people don't necessarily see. And when I say things like, oh, it's so easy. I'm not saying like, we don't cry or I don't cry. I fucking cry a lot. Um, it's because I know how to, I, how to <laughs> Yeah, like actually I feel like the more I cry, I love like I love to cry because I'm just like, oh yeah. So I, for me, I used to shame myself for being in a bad mood, having a low vibration, you know, like not being positive because like what would that mean for my business and for my life and it was like I just need to like ascend out of this and I'm like or meditate my way through this and I'm like fuck that no this is part of being a human is the full spectrum emotional experience which is like whatever I'm moving through which is a lot sometimes you know I went through, I had a really rough winter as well. I cried more in the last year than I ever have in my life. Like cried myself to sleep many nights, cried a lot, like screamed a lot, did a lot of rage dens, like really processed a lot of emotion because I just know that for me, what I've learned inside of my business is like when I used to go through a really low in life, when I used to go through like a really low, rough period, I'd be like, oh my God, is this ever going to end? Uh, 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 uh. Like I would just let it consume me. And then I'd come on on the other side and be like, oh, oh my God, amazing. And so I've done that so many times at this point where it's almost like I can go into the deep contraction and I'm like, I okay, I'm fucking feeling this right now. And I'm like in tears and I'm just like, bring it. Like, oh my God. And I like feel it fully because I know that on the other side, like I'm like, great. Like I'm transforming something. I'm alchemizing something. Something's moving within me because I'm literally up leveling or something's happening inside of my life that needs to happen. And so for me, it's always like that. I really do view it as like the contraction brings the expansion. And, and so I'm like, I welcome it. Like, I'm like, yes, like bring the tears, bring the sweat, bring the blood, like whatever it is, bring it. And I feel it fully. And I like, let myself go there because for a long time I, I didn't, I wouldn't, I would, wouldn't allow myself to fully go into whatever my experience was because I was like, Oh no, 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 no. You can't let this, you know, like how many times have you ever had a thought of like, Oh, this is like not the right time for this. Like I'm about to get on a podcast or I'm about to teach a class or I'm about to do this or that. And it's like, no, it's always the right time. It's literally always the medicine that we need in that moment for whatever is happening, for whatever we're, you know, for you, I know you know this too. It's like, oh, I'm about to literally take somebody through this process right now. Like I went through a really deep transition breakup in the last year. And what happened after that was I I had work, I worked with a lot of clients who literally were going through the same thing. A lot of one-on-one clients ended up hiring me and I supported them through their process of transition. And so like, sometimes we can't always see why it's happening, but it will make sense. And so I trust in that moment. I'm like, okay, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. I don't know what's going on with the planets. I don't know what's going on with me. I don't know why I feel crazy or whatever's happening, but I'm like, okay I get that there's like something going to come from this I love that and it's so true I had it was like last week I think I had so I went through like trauma therapy over the winter and it was like somatic experiencing it was a lot and then I I was having like trauma responses and stuff and learning how to like, it was just like a bunch of stuff from the past came up, right. That I thought I dealt with, but then it was just like back again, all that kind of thing. And so I kind of got really good at like, I, I like healed a lot. Right. But then last week I had another trauma response where I was like, it was just like my partner said something. And the next day I know I'm like, okay, we're navigating, not having a panic attack. I'm going to do my breath work. I'm going to be looking around all that kind of thing. And I was supposed to teach a class later that day. And it's a leadership course. And literally what, like I did my whole thing. I had my process. I went through it. And then in the class, one of the most powerful messages was like, 
being able to go from that state to like holding people and how you can do that. And I had literally done that that day. So it was like perfect timing for me to like do that. And it's just, yeah, it's one thing that I really see you as someone who you are just like full spectrum. And I love that about you. I think it's one of the things that drew me to you the most was that you do have this like juicy, beautiful, pleasurable, like, like dancing lingerie kind of life. But then you're also like, yeah, bitch, like I will go there. Like I am willing to like, I will see myself in all of my darkness and my shambles and my like, my, my sadness and still hold myself and still be like, I've got this and then go fucking dancing later that night or whatever. And I really, I really appreciate your, your vulnerability about that, your honesty about that. Mm -hmm. And I know that's why that's one of the big reasons that your clients absolutely adore you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love you. Thank you. I think that I feel like there's a call for more of that inside of leadership. It's one of the things that I love Mm -hmm. about you is just, you know, I got to, I got to be a part of the abundance Queens and I got to witness you through that whole journey. And I was just like, I fucking love Melissa. Like I love the, the, the raw, real transparency that was just, you were the whole way through, even into the, the conference itself and just, yeah, who you are as a leader. I feel like that's what makes you such a powerful leader is like, you just are who you are and you're not apologizing for it. You're not trying to hide it. You just are truthfully who you are and you share that, you know, you share, oh, I was in a trauma healing today or this or that. And that, that to me takes courage to like really let someone see you and not just someone, but a lot of people. That seems like, I really feel like, like you said, there, it seems like there is this transition happening with leaders, especially feminine leaders, leaders who are are taken for the side of us that's pleasurable, the side of us that likes to rest, the side of us that has the spectrum of emotions is that like that willingness to just be like seen at all and be transparent. And it's like, there's not this thing anymore where the leaders have to be clean and professional and have it all together. And it's like, I'm sure you've experienced that. Like the more you you talked about this at the beginning, the more you're just yourself, right? The more you're just like you, whether it be the crying in bed, you, whether it be you taking your recycling boxes, whether it be you, she did a story the other day and like, I'll have to tell this because they don't get that inside joke unless they saw the story. But Chelsea does a lot of, I really love watching your, your Instagram stories because you'll like come on And you like, you'll talk for a bit about something that you probably just like were thinking about or experienced your client was experienced and you'll just like drop a bunch of wisdom bonds and you always kind of like have a good hook. You know what I mean? You'll like start it out and it'll be like really captivating. And so, so Chelsea comes on and I'm like, I'm like, oh, here we go. What's she going to say? And you were like, do you want to know why? And you like pause. I think this is how you said, but you're like, are you curious? And it was like, like I was do you like, want to know what? why? Do you want to know why yeah. I have all these recycling boxes in my car? <laughs> I have all these boxes in my car. It's because I recycle. No, just kidding. There's other things to say. I just died. But anyway, yeah, like, like there's that side of you. And then you'll also show like, you know, like you in your lingerie and you like jumping naked off a cliff and you like having your ass spanked with money or like whatever it's like and those those are things that are very you right and it's just like (laughs) I had a a client ask me last week like what would be the number one thing you could tell yourself when you first started your business and I was like I would just be more of me and that's all that I do now is like I just I'm like yeah like this you know me doing a video of Allie and I like 
slapping money around and like that is literally stuff that we do so we're just sharing parts of our life it's not like we're like okay let's set the camera up and like do this for show like we literally do that shit all day long (laughs) I get a hundred percent like I believe you five thousand percent five thousand and ten percent that's the secret sauce to business is like, just be you, whatever that looks like for you. Right. Cause like everyone's unique expression and, and like desire and life is so different. And so it's like, you don't need, I was talking about this. It's like, you don't need to hide, you know, for me, it was like, Oh, I used to dance and be a party girl. And so I would like, for the first year or two of my business, I like didn't bring that aspect in because I didn't want people to know that that was part of who I was. And I just posted something about this party that I helped facilitate and create a few weeks ago called Desireland. And I can't even tell you how many of my clients were like, oh my God, I fucking love you. I love you because I used to rave and dance too. And I just really resonate with you. And I'm like, exactly. Stop hiding those little pieces that you're like, ooh, not unprofessional. No, your clients are literally just the same as you. They want to play with you and they don't just want to learn from you. Like they want to literally be in your field because they want to play with you. They want to be like, let's like, I'm not, you know, I could read a book about all the shit that you're going to teach me for real. Like I could read a book about it. I could watch, I could take a a self-study course they want to experience you. And if you're hiding certain parts of you, then they don't get that. And that's why, you know, they're not able to fully like meet you there. Fucking mic drop right there. Fucking mic drop. It's like (laughs) the uniqueness of you plus the uniqueness of your desires and trusting that and following that equals the dream life. Because if, if it's like, if you are being you and you're trusting and you're just like making the moves and you're doing the thing, it's like, of course, of course the pieces will come together. But so many of us are like conditioned to just like not be ourselves because all the reasons. So it's just like, we just have to keep coming back to that, like (sighs) being ourselves and we're always evolving too. So like letting ourselves evolve and you are so good at that. You're so good at the, the evolving. i I totally like one thing I respect about you is how easily you can receive and how easily you can also be. And maybe it isn't easy. Maybe easy isn't the right word, but willing you're willing to like let go too and like, just keep going with the flow of life. And that's where it gets so magical and beautiful is like the unexpected, the change, because that's what is real about life. And what is like, it's, it's always changing and you embrace that, you know, and many people don't, you embrace Mm. that. That was, that is a newer part of me for sure. Because I used to be, like I said, really rigid and like, like if one thing went wrong in the day, I was like, oh no, like the whole day is shit. And what I've started just learning is like, oh, it's all just a cosmic joke and God's like laughing (laughs) So an example of this is actually last week when um, the internet here went out, like the internet went out, the, my cell phone service went out. I was in the middle of a mastermind call. I had to like, I did, I, so I went to a local like uh, co-working space and ended up on the adventure that you're talking about where I was j- cliff, cliff jumping. You, you've like referenced that a couple of times. And so yeah. if, oh, if I had fun. like, Yeah. If I had, um, been like, Ooh, I'm just going to like pout about this and stay here and like be all aggressive about trying to figure it out. Like that magic wouldn't have happened. And earlier in the day I did set the intention. I was like, spirit lead, show me where you want me to go today. Show me what you want me to do. I am the vessel. So sometimes that looks like, and guess what? I did get to show up and teach. And then it was like transmission complete. Now you're meant to go have this other experience that it was really beautiful and powerful. And so what I've learned is in those moments when things feel like they're going wrong or shit's not working, which I know you can resonate with this, there's always way more magical, yeah, deeper, powerful on the other side. If we can just trust in the redirection, it's like, someone's like, 
you know, I envision like all of our angels and our whole spirit teams just like, they're like rearranging the cosmos for us really quickly so that we can have an even cooler experience. So I'm like, okay, I trust you, direct me. Totally. Chelsea, I love you. This is so good. This episode, I already like, the name's going to be like something about magic because I feel like that's been the main theme here and something that you resonate. You are so beautiful inside and out. I just so appreciate your wisdom. I know all of your clients do too. So how people, how can people connect with you? We'll link all the things, but yeah. you're on Instagram. Instagram. What else is coming up? Ooh, oh, I'm excited about this. Yes, thank you. I haven't, oh. I haven't been able to like share this publicly yet. Um, yeah, I'm in the process of creating my next offering, which is going to be all about transmission, which is like creating your next offering from the soul. So ultimately, in simple Yay. terms, a course on course creation, but actually letting it be a channeling experience. So it's still in its own, it's still, I'm still channeling it. So it's still in its own like gestation, but I'm really excited about it. It's like what I'm most excited about right now. And um, yeah, Instagram is where I play. It's Instagram's where I'm at. I do have a website. I have some like free offerings. I have a lot of free content on my Instagram, some evergreen things, you know, go. It's like, choose your own adventure in my world. Explore, send her a message, connect, all the things. We'll link everything down below. I love you, Chelsea. Thank you for being here. This has been the best way to, again, like such a beautiful morning of all the magic, yummy, like make love, mastermind, and podcast with Melissa. (laughs) And for everyone tuning in, thank you so much for being here. We love you so, so much. Feel free to share this episode if it speaks to you. Feel free to reach out to me or Chelsea or both of us and say hello. We like connecting. And I hope you have a great day. Goodbye.